You're listening to the Slavic Literature Pod, your shelf-help guide to all things Slavic. I'm Cameron Lolana. And I'm Matt Garrisonovich. Caught him as he was finishing a sip there. Uh, today we are covering part one, chapter six of Vasily Grossman's Life and Fate. And today, as Matt corrected me before uh, we started recording, I was going to say we got to maybe a high point for the Red Army after a comparative low point after yesterday. Uh, but Matt said, and I think this is a very wise point, maybe not a, a high point for the Red Army considering uh, their military situation in Stalingrad, but perhaps a high point for the people. Nice of you to steal my point, but appreciate <laughs> that you gave me credit. That's what we're all about here. Stealing and then giving credit. That's, <laughs> I guess that's just sourcing, but yes, essentially more or less. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, anywhere you want to start today. Yeah. So I, uh, I posted on Instagram and in our discord today because I'm back on a baby. And in discord today, I said initially that I was paraphrasing my Instagram comment, but I was not. I was, in fact, expanding upon it because it was much, much longer than my Instagram comment. <laughs> um, and I took this quote from Mustaskoy, and he says that every day the state created by Lenin continues to exist is a death blow to fascism. Fascism has no choice. It must either destroy us or perish. And to me, in one case, he's right for this in the sense that... Uh, this us is the sort of pivotal word for me on this, which is to say that I really, I don't think it's the red army per se. Of course you can't discount the historical role that they played, but I think where Grossman is going is not, I don't think he cares that much about the army overall. I think he's kind of digging into what it means to be this individual person. And what happens when these sort of group of individuals come together in the face of this really uh, oppressive force? And so there is this joke that is retold by a Georgian who is in the camp of Mustovskoy, and it's from this Gorky story, and, and everybody's laughing about the bedraggled chicken. And uh, I think that what will provide this death blow to fascism as he says it's it's not it, it it doesn't necessarily have to do with the red army or the soviet union but instead it has to do with something more along the lines of what our humanity looks like sort of mushed together and so that unifying element of what that is it's hard to say but it's in that punchline and something that translates across cultures uh, it's not. It doesn't have to, anything to do with Soviet literature. It just has to do with that that one human identifying element, uh, like humor. You know, humor is something that can can bring us all together. It's something that's really kind of human. Uh, and so well, I think from there, Grossman really challenges that idea that uh, the Soviet Union is the place to identify with that human element because he ends the chapter. Uh, by saying, you know, it's it, it it's all bad in this camp, essentially. We hate the fascists, they hate us. But, you know, just imagine being sent to a Russian camp. That would be really hard. And, the, of course, sort of black humor of it is that all of these people would have been sent to a Russian camp. 
and they will be sent to a Russian camp upon return because this is historically what happened to these types of people, um, these these old Bolsheviks, these party members, uh, anybody who was captured, any prisoners of war were then sent to more or less uh, to camps when they returned. So, yes, this is a long-winded thought. Like I said, I was not uh, paraphrasing. I was simply expanding and expanding and expanding. Every time you tell it, you expand again, and that's good. That's what it's all about. Eventually, yeah, this one ended up longer than my Discord message. <laughs> right. And yeah, that's a good point, especially, as you say, this is a good ending point that these people would have been sent. Um, if, if you aren't familiar, right, You, if you read this chapter, you are aware that they make jokes about, oh, he looks like he's about to join the Vlasovites, right? Um, they're about to join the anti uh, Soviet forces, and that was essentially the reason why you're going to see not only the old Bolsheviks, but also even a regular line infantry people, you know, whatever their job is in the, in the Red Army. Um, if you were in the camps, you are a suspect of being a potential Vlasovite, um, which is why, uh, you know, many people do lay, lay are later set to from camp to camp uh, on one side to the other. So, yeah, black humor there. And um, speaking of that sort of, I, I don't want to call it, I guess it is literally a decision or the idea of uh, someone turned to a Vlasovite. Uh, this is someone uh, in our Discord, Leia, responded to uh, what we our email this morning and Leia writes in the commentary in today's chapter you mentioned an entire village that welcomes the, Nazi the Nazis with open arms and that's a chapter from the book the people immortal wherein um, the Nazi forces are coming in through Ukraine and in this village there are uh, some members of it who welcome the Nazi forces with uh, particularly bad consequences for them in, in the people immortal and we see returning to the quote and we see the reference to General Vlasov with the line it is um, this is from our email this morning. It is not here a narrative with a complete moral. And that's referring to uh, the decision being made by the soldiers here. Instead of the 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 village had a it's a complete moral story here. This is reference is just being used as a you know just a decision. And the return to Leia again. Sorry, I think Christmas is getting that at getting at that a bit here. Mostovskoy is trying his best to hype up his fellow prisoners and probably himself when we think about his self doubt from just a couple chapters ago, but it falls flat. Having Mostovskoy use the rhetoric of they hate us, so we hate them, them, so it makes us righteous, does, to your point, place this entire scene under the shade of irony. That strong sense of rightness and purpose that Mostovskoy is trying to reignite in these people won't get very far in a place slash situation where there is no completely moral response. Good comment. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Thank you, Leia. And... I, I mean, I mean, I know we wrote that, so I'm already in agreement with <laughs> like someone saying, like, yeah, we think you guys are right. We're just getting. That's why accurate. I said. It, that's why I said it was a good comment. <laughs> right, but just to kind of reiterate that um, this whole scene. I mean, the fact that becoming a Vlasovite is used as a point of humor in itself, like I think, makes this entire thing kind of you know throws the shade over. Um, or a, a sense of, oh, there's a, a joke here. Maybe not literally like this is all not meant to be taken seriously, but you know, the fact that, oh, you know, that might that that guy, he's so depressed, he's so out of it, he might become a Vlasovite. And it's not, you know, it's not a moral tale. It's not like a fall. It's just any one of them could be in such a state for being in the camps, as you are familiar with from having read this far or having any knowledge of the camps. Uh, and that's purely being posed as a possible reaction which it was, you know, it is a possible reaction, a course of action that you could have taken, you know, that that places it in a much different framing, <laughs> not a whole, whole condemnation. Obviously, it's not going to go well, but I mean, a lot of things aren't going to go well. And this is one decision among many, many hard ones and many bad ones that are made during this time period. 
yeah and there's this other point about um mustaf square where he's agreeing with this conversation essentially saying that you know the soviets didn't tighten down the screws enough essentially they should have purged more people they should have you know basically saying they should have killed more people to prevent this and had they done this then hitler wouldn't have reached the volga and we would be seeing a, a different a different situation or a different ending and there's just i don't know there's just so much going on inside the camps essentially that it is very interesting for me on a on a reread to sort of track all of these lines of thought uh and mustaskoy is of course at this point he's one of our most interesting characters but uh i look forward to eventually getting back to the domestic side of things give us back the shaposhnikovs the problem is that they are the most petty out of <laughs> anyone in this book and i am so here for that that doesn't sound like a problem that sounds like the the sell forward to why you should wait till that absolutely absolutely <laughs> all right well that's your sell ahead stick around until the shaposnikov show up for <laughs> the most petty family drama uh, of the of the surviving ones at least and um unless there's anything else you wanted to cover i think that's all we had today so now i'm just happy to be here just just overjoyed to be here every day. Overjoyed. Feels a little brim. Yeah, that's what I tell my coworkers every day, and they tell me to stop drinking. <laughs> it is not a joke. Uh, <laughs> sound, sounds like I told the cadence of something that would be a joke, but it's not. Anyway, uh, <laughs> have a good rest of your day.